the Dead Set Legends are up in a sec, thanks to Newtown Toyota, who've been catering to all your automotive needs for over 30 years. Come on, Siri. It's a grand final show, and all of a sudden there's shenanigans going on. Leachy this side of the desk for 92.9 Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Uh, Britt Taylor is here with me in Perth. Hello, Britt. Oh, hello, Leachy. I would like to say I'm happy to be here, but oh, let's be honest. We she, would rather be yeah. on the other side of the country today where our two esteemed colleagues are. Good morning, Zach. Oh, grand final day, Mickey. It's great to be here. Uh, we've been lucky enough to play on this day. Yep. Um, some but, better than others. Yeah, some better than others. Some You've in had winning. a couple of cracks at it. I was around four. Played in three and then missed 13 with the leg. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been around it a little bit. Hey. Uh, but the further you get away from it, I must say, the, the more you appreciate the moment. Yeah, when what. you actually figure out you couldn't do it, you can't actually go out there and run around and contribute, yeah. you yeah. actually think, oh, well, it was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Can you set the scene of what Melbourne's like? On Grand Final, you've been here for a couple oh, days. Mate, mate, what it, the build-up's been like, what it's like on Grand Final morning? Yeah, oh, Britt, so this morning we're staying near the MCG. I just wandered down. Uh, the MCC were queuing up early. Red's really popping. A lot of Sydney supporters out there. Mm. Geelong obviously been there, done that. Uh, the weather's gloomy and a bit sprinkly <laughs> and unsure what it wants to do this morning. But uh, And we went down to the pubs yesterday just, for, just to catch up, save and I. Uh, in South Melbourne, which yes. is obviously the Sydney Swans um, area, heartland yeah. of, for Victorians, and red and white everywhere. So yes. there's a really strong um, contingent of Sydney fans in town. Have you guys put yourself in the Sydney camp? Oh. Nah, a cheer. <laughs> nah, the, uh, what's the Geelong song? Cheer, cheer. That's, that's, that's the red and white. We are Geelong. <laughs> the greatest the team. I think the greatest team of all will be Geelong this year, Brett. Yes, there you go. Well, I tell you what, we're going to get into a full grand final preview in around it. about six minutes' What else time. we got, Luigi? Uh, we're going to talk spring racing carnival because we won't have a chance oh, yes, to do it. It's the last show of this the year. So Britt Taylor is going to give us a full rundown of what to happen in the spring racing carnival. She's going to, of course, be on TV doing the Channel 10 gear for the Melbourne Cup carnival. So, you know, yes. no yeah, pressure or anything. On the TV. On the TV. Uh, Liam Shields is going to join us in the second hour as well, and game Free of timer. games not too far away. He's a trippy. He's right a trip. Now, with Mickey Barlow, with Britt Taylor, and Xavier Ellis, the man that has had a premiership medallion around his neck. Uh, yeah, correct. Hey, Mick, let's, uh, let's go not through it, Brittany. Sorry, I'm just looking at the time stream. I'm Brit in about half yes. an hour. We'll get through that. And I'm telling you, if you want to come clean before we do it, come clean and we'll just let it go. But if you don't, then we're going to have to do it live. So hey, talk us to it. Grand today. final hey, preview. How, yes. how, how is it won and lost? Oh, well, uh, yeah, I rattled I think, him. <laughs> no, I think Geelong were obviously favourites for a reason. Yeah, they yeah. haven't lost for a, a row, couple of months or whatever it is. And uh, they did so well in the prelim final. But I can just say, and I call them the headless chooks at Sydney. They're young, dumb, yeah. Uh, yeah, and just don't care. And, and I can see the headless chooks not getting overawed by the situation. Yeah. Warner, uh, Blakey, all those guys coming off half back, uh, robot. They're, they're headless chooks. And they're, the other thing, and sorry to jump in, but they live in Sydney, so it's not. Yeah. It's not footy mad. No, yeah. So they've just kind of gone through and 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 really emerged in the back half of the year. They get to this situation. I think they'll just be lapping it up, and it looked like yes. that yesterday in the grand final parade. But yeah, with that absolutely. being said, did you look at Geelong at the Brownlow dinner? They looked like they were pretty cool, calm, collected, the like they settled in. you'll ever have, <laughs> the Rick. Brownlow? The, the, for the Sydney guys and the Geelong oh, yeah. guys yeah. who were in their own rooms, Sydney looked like they'd put them out the back of the Paramount of Pokies. <laughs> yeah, but i tell you what, I, I must admit, and Cripper said it in his speech, I'd rather be sitting yeah. here sober next year. So, yeah. uh, boring. The yeah. other thing is, too, it's a Sunday night. Uh, and so they're at the Brownlow and, and not having a, a drink or anything, which is fine. 
But most of those players probably would have had a couple of glasses of red at home if it wasn't Brownlow yeah, yeah, night. Yeah, so yeah. they're sitting there going, the ones you know, Tom Hawkins. <laughs> I'm just being very generic about that conversation. <laughs> hey, just the on the Brownlow, have you ever seen a more visibly hungover Brownlow medalist than Cripper the next day? Oh, jet lag, hungover, <laughs> everything, in, everything in one box. It was but, the best. Uh, Brett, who do you think wins tomorrow? I think Geelong. I think everyone's in that camp. And I think you asked a few weeks ago had I jumped on the bandwagon of another club, and I said, no, I was firmly in the Geelong camp. That was the way I wanted to see the season play out, and uh, I think they will get the job done today. Are you both in that same corner? Correct, yes. I think Geelong, but yeah, and it's stating the absolute obvious. Anything can happen Mm. in a a two-horse race on the biggest day. So I think Zave's summation was really good. The, The Sydney attitude that they, they do seem like they there's, there's an element of, of the 2016 dogs about them, like yeah. a young yeah, group yeah. that, that um, Robert Murphy once described as a bunch of wild frogs. Yeah. And there's probably a little bit of that about Sydney that they can come in, they're they youth, feel, they're, they're feeling exuberance. froggy. They're yeah. froggy. Um, and what they would have learned an absolute bucket load from the last five to ten minutes last week where they nearly dropped it in the bed. Yeah, and I, and I don't think in Sydney, and I mean this with all respect to Josh Kennedy, for example – who's been an absolute megastar of the competition. <laughs> so, but they've, wait, they've waited through his retirement. He's not there. It, it is the kids' team. You know what I mean? Like, it's Mills, Parker, obviously, with their experience. But, the, but then it's the kids. Like the, the, it's, Warner. The, 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 it's their spots. They've been there forever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to find it really interesting. Will there be a late change as well? Mick, you think there probably will be? Yeah, my take on it is, um, yeah, Sam Reid... Mm. Is Logan McDonald, the boy from WA, sitting there thinking I'm a fair sniff to play? But we'll uh, we'll wait and see on that. What, Ed, would you bring in McDonald? Well, with my extensive medical background um, on adductor injuries, yeah. groin injuries, yes. Okay. You know how extensive my But uh, Logan McDonald's kicked five goals in you got to be fit. you got to be 100% fit and available. Yeah, so is Logan McDonald the right man? He's dropped, but is he dropped for a reason? Well, he's in the emergency list. Joel Amati's not in the yeah. emergency list, so... Could they bring in a Braden Campbell who played 16 games this year? They'd be a bit small, I think, up front. Okay. Mm. All right. So well, we're all too in the Geelong camp. Somebody. Yep. Margin? 13. Oh, okay. I think I've had, four goals. Of, I've, I've had a change of heart this morning. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm thinking Sydney, mate. No, I think you're I'm, not. No, I, I, I can just see these kids going off their head. I, I, and I hope that it's not the case because I'm going for Geelong. Uh, but I can just see that, you know, before you know it, the, the older legs of Geelong can't keep up. Mm. And I don't know why. I'm going to go Sydney by eight points. Norm Smith. Cam Guthrie. Callum Mills. Danger Field. Danger. Say, what is going on over there? Uh, so I work with a bloke who I just don't know whether he's, he's quite with us all yeah. the time. So on? just, just mid-break before he did a stretch, before he asked a question, <laughs> yeah. had to limber up. Yeah. Now he's gone and got his backpack for some reason. <laughs> Not sure what he's possibly pulling. He's got his notepad. Oh, what, what do you get putting in your notepad? <laughs> uh, I'm, um, it's a piddly I'm, little note too. Just, I'm just behind a on a couple of invoices, oh. and I'm just figuring He's out whether... He's paying invoices. <laughs> Mate, it's grand final morning. You don't need to pay invoices. Whilst uh, it was hot in the mind, and I knew I had Brit and yourself to, to really... Uh, the so yeah, so continue whilst I do the sums. Yeah, sure. No, uh, no, but no. just quickly, Game of Games is coming up very, very soon. But, uh, yes. Brit, we're going to yes. talk about the umpires. We did uh, this last year because there was a Michael Barlow who was an umpire that's in last right. year's grand final. But Never to be heard of again. Yeah. Finally <laughs> one that had a successful grand final. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, very true. Uh, yes, well, you know, all season I've really enjoyed the the players when they get the call up that it's their yeah. debut game and they or they call mum and dad and they let them know and it's a bit yeah. emotional. And you, you love the softer side of it oh, all, don't you, Britt? I love it. I really get involved with it. 
this week one came out and I just wasn't expecting okay. an emotional call to an umpire. Ooh. We've appointed you to the uh, AFL Grand Final this weekend. Thanks, Timmy. You all right, mate? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm pumped. Oh. <laughs> no, you, you should be, mate. You've had, you know, you've had some ups and downs, and you've had a long journey. But you know, 200 games this completed this year, and um, you know, you've had a fantastic season, a great final series, um, stood up in some really big moments. Um, you've got all of our trust, and you know, we know you'll put in a fantastic performance on on Saturday. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks for backing me in, mate. Very, very happy. So I'm getting a bit bloody teary. When you're sitting there today and people are abusing the umpires, hurling abuse at the TV, whether you're at the game and you're just going mad about the umpires. What was his name? I don't know. Brendan Brendan Hosking. Hosking. Brendan Brendan Hosking. Just think of of Brendo. Hosky. Yeah. Hosky. I love, I love that you're um, all about the, the good stories and the, the, the stories of success. Right oh, here that Do you know poor all? old Jeno there, who's the umpire's coach? Yeah. He would have had to ring a couple of umpires, yes. which they haven't put to air, say, mate, you're out this week. Yeah. Um, Bad luck. Should have been better. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> they make that call or did they just only, well, the, only call open, the ones that are in? <laughs> yeah. Open up the newspaper and go, read oh. the paper. Yeah, it's, it's Ross, Ross, Ross Lyon used to pick the side. Mm. It used to just be the magnets on the board. Mm. Um Magnets on the board on the Thursday, and he'd just push the whiteboard into the players' room and then just walk out. And he'd be like, okay, are we in or out? Yeah, or? right. No phone calls or anything. Oh, I think every, I, I should validate it. Every now and then he'd grab players on, on the um, field. Mm. I think if they were going out or coming in. But if you were always kind of on the fringe and you know, didn't know, like oh, Tommy Sheridan is a ripper for it. Yeah. He just had to wait for the whiteboard well, every week. reeled in. What uh, kind of operator a, are yeah. you, Mickey? At Werribee, if you have to drop a player, or imagine you've got a big grand final day, you've got so, team yeah. selection. How do you Liam operate? Shields. Liam Shields is carrying an injury into grand final week next week. And next I'll, year, sorry. And he's got to go out? Yeah. Or? How are you doing it? I'd just make him do the fitness test and he know he can't pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, you've got to run a 100-metre sprint in 10 and a half seconds. <laughs> can't do it. I'm lucky. I can trust you. I've never run that fast in my life, Mick. <laughs> so I'll tell you what we used to do with umpires, and this is true. Uh, Hawthorne were really bad. We're always last for free kicks against. We were shocking at it. We're the worst team at giving away free kicks. Some undisciplined, the unsociable sort of stuff. Yep. Anyway, so Clarko started printing off um, photos, headshots of the umpires. So yeah. when they walked around, we'd introduce ourselves. A lot of clubs do that. Good to see yeah. you, Nathan. Good to see you, Jason. You know, hey, uh, hey, Rog, good luck today. Just yeah, trying to get clubs. on the yeah. right side of them. Yeah, so that, was a, that was an us thing first. A lot of clubs yeah. do that. But, but Brit, in all sincerity, that is a terrific, uh, terrific video. Because that's why these guys and girls do it. Like they, well, this, this is their grand final. Yeah, this is their grand final as much as, well, clearly. It's grand you final. forget yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but you do. And it's always the... And it it takes no Einstein to figure figure out why the best officiated game of the year. Mm, very much so. Well done to Matt Stevick, uh, Brendan Hosking, and Simon Meredith, the umpires today. No one will remember him after today. And of course, Britt Taylor. We're also at that time of year where not only is hay fever kicking in, the spring racing carnivals kicking in as well. Oh, we love this, Brittany. Uh, it is. It is a really good time of the year. The spring racing carnival. It is upon us. And given this is our last show, we're not going to be here to be going through the fields week by week as we round out to some of the better races on the carnival. So I thought we'd have a little look at a couple of the spring features. And one of those is the Everest. And we all know oh, yes. that's the slot race that has really gained a lot of momentum 
the brainchild of Peter Volandis and I don't know how they're going to beat the world's best sprinter in Nature Strip. Last week, we saw him run in the shorts. It was basically like a mini Everest, really similar Mm. feel to what we expect will probably go around on uh, October 15. But he won that, and uh, I honestly don't know how they're going to beat him. Hey, Britt, do you subscribe to the fact that they need to sort of already start to mix the, the Everest up somehow, that it's become a bit bland with the same horses running every year? I mean, I heard that debate on uh, yeah, on radio throughout the week. I can understand that, particularly given that we have just seen the shorts last week, which is basically the same race but for a yeah. lot less prize money. But I still think it's a really exciting concept, and and oh, there the are still is, yeah. there's still, and we now know that WA is going to have the Quokka, which is going to be mm. the same sort of very thing similar to Everest. Very very similar. It's that just someone 10, 10 buys or 12 a slot. Less. Exactly. <laughs> you just pick who is yeah, going to run for you, um, and there's always changing things. So whilst we might say at this point that the field seems similar and it's not exciting, there's still three mm. weeks to go. Yeah. Imagine you know nature strips something you know has a high temperature the day before, and all of a sudden Ooh. Chris Wallace scrambling to find a different horse to put in the slot. Like there's a lot of narratives that can come okay. out of a race like the Everest. Yep. So yep, got you uh, there. I, I've already putting in Nature Strip as, uh, as our Strip Everest wins, winner. Wins. I think so. no, okay. it, it, just wins. We know I don't like to be going uh, too Just much wins, put in, take out. Will you be on, uh, where will you be that day, Britt? I just, will be at Ascot. Oh, I'm, I'm interested in your uh, your schedule, your calendar over this um, busy racing period. Well, I'm actually coming to Melbourne tomorrow to oh. go to Sandown to watch the Underwood. So Group 1 racing oh. there tomorrow. I heard you could have got here Today for the show. Yeah, and but you said, I don't want to, I don't know if I want to sit with Sabin. Um, well, actually, I was going to. Come out to. with the boys. We would have had a fun time. Yeah, but then the Queen decided that we'd need a public holiday on the Thursday, oh, and then that was meant to be there on the retailer. Thursday and couldn't. Just be a so. bit gentle. I'm still a bit, more, I'm still sort of mourning it. So <laughs> no, no, we've, had our, we've had our 10 days mourning now, Zay. <laughs> We're moving on. You Anyways. can't speed this process up, mate. <laughs> so now... I can only get there tomorrow, so it's probably badly timed. I miss. Okay. How's that? We're bookending the, the weekends final. with the, the the morning Queen's Morning Day, yeah, um, and the King's Birthday. The King's Birthday, no. from, yes, it's a strange sort agony. of concept, isn't it? No, 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 no time to rest. We just keep ploughing on, and the King's Birthday on Monday. That's exactly right. Now tomorrow, the Underwood Stakes Group One level. We're yes. seeing Zaki go around as Zaki. Missed last week goes. This is a horse that's second favourite for the Cox Plate. So we're talking uh, Jamie, Australia's biggest race, Jamie Carr in the saddle Jamie tomorrow Carr, yep. for Annabelle Neesham. Um, that's a ripper of a race. Only six horses tomorrow. But oh, I'm I think, thunderstruck, blasts its brains ooh, out. That's reckon, a call. I'm a yep. Mr. Brightside fan. I just love this horse so much for Ben and JD Hayes. And this is a horse that's second favourite for the Caulfield Cup, which is run on the same day as the Everest. So um, yep. that will be a massive day of racing. But all of these sort of names are ones I think that are worth following into the spring and yeah if there's a race to watch as a bit of a lead up I'd say it's tomorrow's Underwood only six horses but all of them mm-hmm. will play really Mark's really a, prominently. Mark Zara a sleepless night tonight and not because he's nervous he won't win he's nervous he's going to fall off it's going to be going that quick on so Thunderstruck. Quick, <laughs> win by three. Ooh okay uh-huh. really really confident I mean was very he, very good last it- start he was a winner. As as Zayvala said that, he just sat back with and a look swi- uh, with swi- a feel of accomplishment. Back. Yeah, how good are these chairs, yeah, by the way? Good. They don't break in Melbourne. <laughs> no, they they, no. Got, 
No, no, unbroken. We'll, we'll, they send these to Perth in about 15 years. Brit, <laughs> <laughs> quickly, cups. Uh, of course, and then there is the Melbourne Cup. Looking forward to being there for that one yes. this year as well. On site. We're down to just 10 internationals, so it might have a oh. fair bit of an Australian flavour. Japanese? Are we getting the Japanese? Yeah, there's a few um, horses that are coming over, and they're already starting to make their do their quarantine period okay. now. And, and What's your their... role on Cup Day? On Cup Day, I will be interviewing on horseback the oh. winning jockey. So you're the first jockey. What question are you going to go to with first? It depends who wins. Right. It's not okay. something you can plan. It's something you have to feel. Yeah. Oh, so you have 24. You got to feel. You just feel it out. No prep. Just go back. Well, obviously yeah. prep. But just 24 go horses. You do. That's remarkable because Brit. This take behind the curtain of what she's doing. She'll do prep on 24 mm. individuals and yeah. individual stories. I mean, but you that's only get just to reel out one. That's just for the cup, let yeah. alone the nine other races on the day with full no, fields you, as well. You just race spin them over the next nine. You hope, you hope that uh, Jamie Carter no ride that five No pay packet you disclosed to us earlier is what it is. Well done, <laughs> I Brit. thought 250 was under, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> He'll load up and there he goes. This will be the game. It's time for Dead Set Legends Game of Games. Here we go. All right, it is the final game of games for the season. Mickey, are mm. you ready to lift? Britt, no, no, I won last week. He's uneasy, Britt, because I'm in the same room as him this but week. But we're looking no at cheating. the ledger and... Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we got to run telly. It's a grand final today. Oh, oh. I'm happy to call it. Last goal, last yeah. goal wins. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Let's yeah, do it. Grand final today. And we're in the same room. All right. Like stare each other in the eyes. That's I'm it. Standing. So there can't be any Googling no, I, I, along the way. Right. They've, they've oh, made no. this a bit of a punch-up. <laughs> just... They're just, hip and shouldering already. Yeah, let's just explain the visual. They are literally just it's hip and shouldering throughout the studio. They're throwing chairs at each other. Boys, it's the 2004 grand final. Look after the furniture. They won't have you this, back in Melbourne. This is a big moment. That's all right. We won't be coming back anyway. But, uh, <laughs> all <laughs> right, let's, let's find out who you are playing for. Let's go to Jack from Up. Good morning to you. Good morning. All right. Who do you want in this grand final edition of Game of Games to play for you? Do you want Zave or do you want Mickey? Well, I love Mickey, but I'm a huge West Coast fan, so I'm going to have to go with Xavier Ellis here. Uh, Come to Papa, Jackie boy. Good (laughs) to hear from you, mate. Very diplomatic, Jack. All right. uh, That means Cheryl from Subiaco. As we say good morning to you, you've got Mickey. Awesome. Thank you. Now Let's do it, Cheryl. All right. All right. Are you ready, boys? Yeah, absolutely, Brittany Taylor. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> Mickey, mix, mix why have flash. you taken your shirt off Mickey, for this? He's just flashed something at me. I don't oh, want to see your sword. That's disgusting. H- another HR issue with How Mickey many Barlow. abdominals can you count, Zave? Oh, Britt, don't. Britt, you'll be blushing. Question one. Come on. All right, let's go. All right, go. here we go. <laughs> Britt wanted another look. I know. <laughs> Co-captain of the losing 2016 grand final side, Kieran Jack. Oh, Kieran Jack, Mick Barlow, you're first off the... Kieran Jack, yeah. what a footy, rookie story, son of an NRL great, yeah. uh, 224. Now, I remember his 200th being played at Geelong. Remember there was the Barney between the partner and the parents yeah, and the parents the didn't go? The... Mm. Remember that? Mm. I do now. I wouldn't have thought yeah. of that for... for... That's good memory by me. For how long? Mm. Probably four years. So I'm going to go 240, maybe 40 games after that. 240, what'd you go? 224. Yeah, I'll go 240. Save. Yeah. I'm a high energy guy. He's yeah. got some class. Yeah. 256 <laughs> yeah, for Kieran. That is a lot of footy. It, it, it wasn't a great kick. No, but never injured. <laughs> tough. Yeah. tough. Very tough. Yeah. Tag. Turn right. from a tagger to a tagger. Okay, Brit's hurrying us up. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Captain.
captain of the losing 2011 grand final team, Ooh. Nick Maxwell. Uh, Maxie. Nick's, Nick's Maxwell. Oh, he played a fair bit of He's off the rookie list as well, oh, wasn't he? Some, some great Brazilian stories. Yes. Um, I'm going to go, I think, Maxie, maybe something like 221. Oh, I don't think he got to 200. Yeah, I reckon? Uh, 187. 221, 187. Ooh. Team save. I'm a high energy guy. And he's got some class. 208. I was going to go 194, jet dead set. Can that, I just back to you? Right, you <laughs> anyway. Jackie boy, mate, I've got a prize coming your way. No, it looks like not it's all yet. Over. Don't yeah, put yeah, the cart before <laughs> the horse. <laughs> Mickey's still doing the maths on that. <laughs> no. I've got 194. Still in the box. Still, yep. Oh, next. All Come right. On, Brit, hurry up. <laughs> Don't you hurry up, <laughs> Where have you got quiz? to be? Just a wedding? Yeah. yeah. On the Gold Coast? Nah, I'm two down. I'm, I'm, you know when you get You're back. Flat. But I've seen, you've seen how I flex, haven't you? It's bad. I lift it up again. <laughs> Look at Brit's eyes falling out of her head. No, Brittany. Come I'm on. a married man. Leader of the Port Adelaide side that oh, lost yeah. in 2007, Warren Treadray. Warren? Oh, Treadway. A lot of footy. Two, six, three. Nah, a lot less than that. He missed a lot of football with a knee. Only go two, four, nine. Oh, that's that's. <laughs> A Pretty lot good. less than that. You, uh, you go, yeah. oh, no, a lot less than that. And oh, go I'll for... go 238 then. Wait. You're going to 238. Wait, what's your yeah. final answer? 238. Still. Team Mickey. It's my yes. best time of the week. <laughs> Absolute belter. 255. Only because you decided to change your number. You would have but won that, in a clean that, sweep. Are we on the same page? You can't say a lot less than that. Yeah, and, and then, then go no, five under. We all know he played. We all, well, I went 16 under or whatever it was. I, I was, thought that it's a full season. Really. I would say that's mean from Brick Taylor, just deciding to sort of, you what, know. Me, what's mean from me? What well, did I do wrong? called him out. It's like he should have sat with that. And that yeah. Was it, but anyway. All right. But Don't you know worry, what? Cheryl. What's the price today? Family pass. <laughs> Family pass, the Perth Royal Show. <laughs> and in the Triple beers, M, uh, this track is how we pants stretch, in, stretch in this out. Yeah, there'll be eight pairs at home. We'll send some of Xavier Ellis's out the winner. You don't want them. All right. Led the D's to the 2000 AFL Grand Final. David Neats. Oh, Nita. To the grand final, they lost. Neither doing some great work now, for I, the Neil Danaher Foundation. I played his brewery. Yeah, I played in his last game. Well, he didn't actually play, but it was his send-off for the Melbourne Football Club. He did the raz up for them at the banner before they ran out and got going. How much did they lose by? I think we got him by 100. <laughs> I think we did. Um, she was, I'm thinking that Nita might have played 268. 251. Oh, that's too close to me. Team Zave wins. X-Girl, give it to you. Jack, Jack, mate, you've <laughs> taken the family off to the Royal Show. Congratulations, Jacko. Uh, amazing. Thanks so much, Dave. The kids will love it. No, nah, you're a star, mate. Well done. Yeah, 306. I'll be having a beer in the bar today, the David Neese bar. Yeah. All right, last one, Brittany. All right, and I did want to get to this one because he's a good racing man. Captain of the Cats side that lost to the Eagles in the 1994 Grand Final, Mark Bairstow. Was he the captain? Yeah, he captained the club. Yeah. Oh, 171. No, he comes in in a brown load, something. Is, it, is go, racing silks a, a Geelong colours? I only go 156. 146. That's ah, the correct good. answer. Jack, That's 5-0. 4-1. 4-1. But Jack, congratulations to you, Cheryl, and Subiaco. Apologies, uh, but uh, the Perth Royal Sorry, Show is up. back. Enjoy luck, rides, mate. entertainment, and show bags by day. Then catch WA's best fireworks every night. Tickets online for the Perth Royal Show. 92.9 Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Well, I just wanted to uh, test the boys out on their ability to know club songs. How do you boys rate yourselves? 
Oh, no, I'm, I'm probably somewhere in between. I'd be good and bad. six and a half, I reckon. All yeah. right, so today we could hear two songs. Give us the best rendition. Let's go, Sydney. Cheer, 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 the red and the white. Honour the name by day and by night. Geelong. We are Geelong, the greatest team of all. We are Geelong. Down at Cadoon. Brisbane. <laughs> it's the French. No, it's the French. Throw them a curveball. It's fight for victory. Saint Kilda. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. Richmond. Oh, Black Tiger. Gold Coast Suns. Now I've just figured this one out. Um. We are the sons of the, the gold, gold coast sky. Uh, we are the, the, the red, <laughs> blue, and gold. <laughs> fight, fight, fight till the well done, the former player. Yeah. Is that it? Four Four five times, five and ten. Yeah, with the sons. That's, That's right. all right. At least you got to sing it at least once yeah. or twice. Dead in the middle once as well. Well, those with the touch choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help on one 858 858 All I do is win, win. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you <laughs> This is Brit's Best. Well, that is what we've aimed to do all season, and it all culminates in this. We have been raising money for Lifeline all throughout the season, and today we have the pleasure of being able to reveal Ooh. the final total for the Brit's Best segment. Okay. I think we might need to rename it next year because you've really carried the team here, Zave. Oh, Some uh, of those I? put in and take out. I was going to say, we've already got oh. a name for it. Saves money. Put in. Saves money. Take out. Saves money. You put it in and you take it back out. And that's what it's all about. It's something my body doesn't control. It's been the great find of 2022. It really has yeah. been. I don't like talking about it. I feel a bit awkward. You know? <laughs> Which is why you bring it up at every opportunity that you can. <laughs> no, a few good multis landed early in the season. It got us off to a good start. And today, donating to Lifeline, we have $2,926.38 going their way. So it's been a really good season. And we're not having our bet today, but... If you were having a bet today, Zave, on the grand final. No, I'm in. I'm having a bet. Don't worry about that. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, so am I. But it, it's all in. It's all happening today. And I'm, just, I'm going to do two Norm Smith bets, okay? One each side. Yeah, one each side. Because okay. I'm rooting um, hard for the uh, cats, obviously, with my mates. And then I, I just got this tickle in my stomach about... Uh, You're rooting and you've got a tickle <laughs> in your stomach. <laughs> That's a term you use, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. For yes. yeah. 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 yeah I'm, so I'm, I'm uh, rooting for the Geelong boys because, uh, obviously, some mates there. But I'm going to go. I'm going to have $25 on Tom Hawkins for the Norm Smith. Feel like you might get the better of Paddy McCartan and the tickle in the tummy, and the tickle in the tummy is just um, Callum Mills at ten bucks, mm. yes. twenty five on that. So two hundred and fifty is your minimum there, and uh, I'm not even going to try and work out what Hawks is, but you're winning some money. Eighteen dollars. Yeah, put it in. Like just put it. it in. Sit there, watch the footy, and pay for dinner. Simple. Mm. <laughs> on me. All right. Beautiful. You putting a bet in today? Oh, well, I was hoping to just get a few legs of a multi from the boys there, but we've only oh. got a couple of Norm Smiths, so we'll, we'll work on uh, okay, the, putting together. We're not actually um, having either this side bet under for fifteen charity, points, though, are we? Either side under fifteen points. Either side under fifteen for me. So you're tight tomorrow. Keep it tight. Okay. Tight, right? I like it. 
I've got the pen out. I'm writing these down. I'm going to formulate okay. this. What you want? You want another couple of yeah, things? Yeah, yeah. A few little legs oh, for me. Easy, Disposals, easy. maybe. Yeah. I like something to watch throughout. So disposals are good. Good like to be able to cheer them on. Uh, Cam Guthrie, twenty-five. Okay. Yep. Good. Bank it. Don't muck around with it. Bank it. <laughs> Dangerfield, twenty-four. Bank it. <laughs> Don't muck around, Brittany. <laughs> Bank it. And Tom Hawkins, I'm not going to put his disposals in. Uh, and uh, all right, here's another little cheek. How many cheek. do you reckon Buddy kicks? Three. Okay. Bank we'll go, it. We'll go Bank Buddy it. for two or more. Bank or do we it. Go three. Put it in. Don't even think about it. Three. Bank it. We said three. Brit. Bank okay. it. This three. is next year's. Uh, and then, of course, last but not least. Now this is this is. Now you're getting silly. I've got a few too many. Tyson Stengel. Bank it. But what? Two. Bank it. Bank it. <laughs> Stangers. That Bank was Brit's it. best for Tab Touch. Xavier Ellis, we have got one of your good mates with us, uh, someone who played at the Hawthorne Football Club and tore up numerous times, especially when we talk about grand finals. Liam Shields is with us right now. Morning, Pup. How are you, mate? Going well, X. Thanks for having me. This will nah, uh, pl- probably be my last ever interview. So, <laughs> yes. Um, let's, well, let's make it a good one. Well, we're not actually here to talk about the footy. We're, we're going to try and get you to Werribee next year yeah, that, as an assistant coach. Are you keen to come? Oh, mate, I feel very wanted. I've had about 15 local footy clubs um, ask my service next year. So uh, it's nice to feel loved. But, yeah, yeah. add Werribee to the list. Yeah, well, that'll make it 16, Pup. But it is actually <laughs> a, an interesting time of your career. You've had a, had a, a glorious career, the three-time premiership player. Um, X referred to you as Trip, so we'll just call you Trip for the rest of the interview. Tri- yeah, triple yeah, X. Yeah, trip, like Trip, yeah. Trip, Trip, Triple so what Premiership. He is, he's a drip. It, it, how, has the, the, how, how has the wash-up been? Uh, all you've known, really, for your adult life is, is playing AFL football. How's the last couple of months been? Yeah, it's been nice. Um, it's uh, as you said, I was drafted as a seventeen-year-old, still in school. So footy's all I've ever known. Came so, in looking um, like an absolute fool's head with peroxide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. It's funny. I uh, I walked into the footy club with blonde tips, and I walk out with grey tips. So <laughs> I stressed a lot over my career, or I'm getting old. That does really show the longevity, doesn't it? Seventeen years old. You're just a baby back then, still with a year of school to go. How were you able to sort of balance the two? Yeah, well, there was great people at the, the club. Obviously, Xavier Ellis took me under his wing a little bit, the X Man yeah. in the studio. So he looked after me. That's like the right. worst thing that could happen. <laughs> That's right. No, it was good. I had uh, yeah, great support from my school. Um, they were fantastic about it. Um, you know, I think I. You know, took every Thursday off so I could train with the footy club and um, Hawthorne were great as well. They, they made it work. So, yeah, it was a very enjoyable year. Um, yeah, one of the, one of the probably the best years of my life. I, um, whenever I wanted to get out of footy, I just told them I had a little bit of extra schoolwork I needed to get, yeah. to get done. And whenever I wanted to get out of school, I said, oh, the footy club needs me. So, yeah, it was a good fun year. Now, Pup, we'll talk to you about today's game uh, later on. But uh, your own career, 255 games, came to an end, three-time premiership player, how did that work and how, how to play out? Obviously, Sam Mitchell, the coach, and um, and making decisions on futures and all that sort of stuff. How, how did you and you and Sam have been tight, thick as thieves forever? How did those conversations play out? Yeah, Sam was fantastic the whole year. Um, you know, he's open and honest. You know, that's probably one of his great strengths as a coach. Um, so we had yeah ongoing discussions throughout the whole year about where the footy club was at and um, where my footy was at and. Um, just kind of the line that, you know, the footy club probably needed to get games into a few of those uh, younger kids that they took in the draft. You know, um, Josh Ford, um, yep. Connor McDonald, these guys that are playing similar positions that, that I was. So, 
um, yeah, it was my time to step aside, and um, it's all a bit of a cycle. When I first got drafted, you know, there was probably a few older guys that stepped aside to make uh, make way for me to come through. So, um, yeah, the footy club's been great, and I've really enjoyed working with the younger players at the footy club this season. I've spent a bit of time as a sub, so you can talk to the, the younger players as they're coming to the bench and um, help them out as much as possible. But also, um, spent you know eight games down at Box Hill where I was playing alongside these younger guys as well. So, um, yeah, really really enjoyable year, different year for me, but. Um, yeah, enjoyed it nonetheless. Two fifty-five games, pup, and three really special days in grand final days. What, what of those three uh, are the most memorable? If you, you say two thousand and fifteen, I'll drive to your joint and clip you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all special um, in their own little way. I think they've all got their own little story behind it. Um, obviously, we lost in two thousand and twelve. To Sydney. Um, Pull so your finger out of your ass too, pup, mate. You could have done more to make that day special <laughs> for me. Yeah, I oh, know. Sorry, mate. Well, I actually think, as you know, we were the best side all year that year and just didn't turn up on grand final day. So um, that was a bit of pill to swallow. But yeah, to get back there the next year and uh, to win your first premiership is extra special. I think the uh, first time to do anything um, is, is really special and something you never forget. But then and you can pull your finger out on that one as well, pup, because that's the day you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then the next one, we obviously get Sydney again. So, a um, bit of redemption for 2012. And um, Bud had gone up there at that time as well. So, um, there was a good story behind that. And then the, the last one, you know, to be the first Hawthorne side um, to win a three-peat, it was uh, extra special. And, um, you know, both the Sydney and West Coast ones where the game was pretty much over with. You know, maybe a quarter to go. Um, it was nice to just sit back and enjoy it. You mentioned that 2012 grand final, the loss before the three-peat. There'll be a winner and a loser today. How much does a club take out of a, a grand final loss to spur them on in following years? Yeah, I think um, without losing that one in 2012, we definitely would have gone on and won the next three. Um, there was a lot of fire in the belly, um, I think. From memory, after losing in 2012, we did watch a lot of edits um, from that game and um, went into the off-season with a lot of fire in our belly and wanted to come back the next year and um, give ourselves the best chance of getting to the, premiership, uh, getting to the, the grand final. And um, once we got there, um, you know, I was very confident we'd get the job done, especially after you know, feeling the, the agony of defeat the, the previous year. Uh, Pup, we saw yesterday the parade and all that sort of stuff and driving to the ground today for... For what's a blockbuster? Did you guys uh, did you stick to your routine as best you could? I know sitting through hundreds of thousands of people is not really part of a normal routine, but it, did you just embrace it, enjoy the day? Yeah, it's a big week. Um, you know, from memory, I think up until Thursday, it's a pretty pretty normal week. Um, obviously, there's an open training session where a lot of supporters come down to, to Waverley at the time, and um, that's a big day. But other than that, it's a pretty normal week up until Thursday. But then Thursday onwards with the parade and the big build-up to the, the game, um, you just kind of got to embrace that as much as possible. You can't shy away from it. It's not going to be a normal week. There's going to be things on that you have to do, extra media, you know, the parade and things like that. So I think it's important just to you know try to enjoy it and embrace it as much as possible. And we've tried to sum up today's game and tried to figure out who's going to win. And we've got we're, no bloody we idea. Have no idea. No. We have no idea. You've actually been out there and seen these sides go to work um, yeah, this year and across the last couple of years. They're, they're two different sides, aren't they? The age demographic and, and the style they both play. But what's your take on the game today? Yeah, I think it's going to be a cracking game today. Um, obviously, Geelong's probably been the best side all year. They've won 14 in a row now. So, um, you know, that speaks for itself. And they've got um, gun players all over the park. Even thought against um, Brisbane last week, they had a few guys that probably didn't play their best footy, and they seemed to, you know, get mm. the win there easily. 
Um, but then you've also got yeah, Sydney, who's a young, you know, enthusiastic side. They bring great pressure. Um, they were similar to Collingwood away. Both those teams that played off in that prelim, I think whoever won that was going to cause Geelong a lot of trouble um, on grand final day. But, um, yeah, I think it's just going to be a cracking game. So I'm um, really looking forward to it. Hey, Puppy, you sitting in the back of the truck? Mm. Uh, at the moment. No, lap of honour. Are you doing a lap of honour today? Oh, or? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, doing a lap of honour alongside Ben McAvoy. So uh, that'll Pretty be a good experience. I'll take my little uh, six-month-old Tommy along for the ride with me. So, yeah, it's going to be good fun. Really looking forward to it. How have you enjoyed fatherhood? You mentioned only recently a six-month-old little boy. Yeah, loving it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. Um, starting to get a little bit of a personality now, which is cool. Um, it is It is hard work. I was used to... You know, you get nine hours sleep a night, so um, that's rocked me a little bit. But, um, yeah, absolutely loving it. All right, puppy dog, give us a tip, a margin, and a Norm Smith if you've got one there. Uh, I'm going to say my good mate Isaac Smith for the, the Norm Smith. Yeah. And I reckon it's going to be a cracking game. I'm going to say Geelong by five points. Ooh, Geelong by one. five, Isaac Smith. Love it, pup. Uh, enjoy the lap of honour today, mate. Three premierships, 255 games. You deserve all the accolades you get, and I look forward to having a couple of beers with you after. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix Brakes, put your foot down with confidence. Well, what a year we've had with this man as we talk all things oh, yeah. motorsport <laughs> with our mm. exceptional great mate, Greg Rust. A four podcasts on the go now, guys. It's a foursome. It is. It's pods. It's pods. It's Rusty's Garage. <laughs> it's the grill. It's what's under the bonnet. It's the showroom all free on the listener app. Hello, pods. G'day, and that new nickname is sticking already. Colleagues of mine in the broadcast game are using it, so well done. <laughs> oh, beautiful, mate. That's good to hear, Pods. Hey, just quickly, mate, <laughs> let's just get straight into it because, uh, well, footy finals are here, grand final and NRL and all that sort of bits and pieces, but it also means in the motorsport world that uh, we're a step closer to Bathurst and the teams are doing their final testing before uh, tracking up the mountain. Exactly. So uh, some of the wild card entries, the likes of Craig Lowndes and a young driver by the name of Declan Fraser and then Greg Murphy, the legendary Kiwi who's pairing up with Richie Stanaway, they get to have a kind of final hit out. But um, in the past week, we've seen teams at the Winton Circuit in Victoria um, and a good combo to kind of watch out for. You know, we, we tend to think of the Dick Johnson racing team and the Red Bull guys, but one combo absolutely worth watching in addition to... You know, the Walkinshaw crew, I'm, I'm talking here about the, the Monster Energy Mustang of young Cam Waters, who's paired mm. up with James Moffat. And James' dad was a, was a legend of the Australian touring car scene. And they are, yeah, um, right. you know, they've got a fast car and he's not afraid to get the elbows out, Cam, when he's been battling with um, Shane during the year. Bloody oath. Yep. And the F1 calendar's out, Rusty. 24 races next year. That's huge. Jeez. Ooh. Uh, record. It's a record. Uh, it's going to be absolutely massive for the team. So China back on the calendar. The one that you guys are all looking forward to, the second last round of the championship in Las Vegas. I'm sure you've booked your tickets already. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yep. It's going to be absolutely a, a huge, huge year for the sport. But uh, spare a thought for the <laughs> for the teams and all that. Where and, and Australia, of course, round three, as we've talked about on the show. So third round of the championship for next year. And Remy Gardner, he's off. He's out of the Moto GP at the end of the year, off to the World Superbike. Will he ever come he back? Is. He is, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, a lot of people wonder, even he started to, to wonder, I mean, he's absolutely got the appetite and the, the inner will to, to hopefully one day come back to Moto GP. But history shows it's very, very difficult to do that. So hopefully he has 
a successful run um, in the World Superbike Championship. Many of us believe he genuinely deserved at least another year in, in MotoGP. It wasn't uh, a great bike or perfect set of circumstances, and clearly something in the relationship has broken down. Um, but it would have been good for him to have at least a second year to kind of settle in. So off to World Superbike. Let's see what happens. And just a quick one. Uh, Yuki Tsunoda staying at AlphaTauri. Um, Dan Ricardo, what's going on? Who's asking these questions? <laughs> so you, you were being uh, Yuki staying at, uh, at Alpha Tower. You're absolutely right. A lot of talk about Pierre Gasly maybe still being released Ooh. and going to Alpine. So we don't know Ooh. yet whether that will happen or whether he'll stay in the Red Bull kind of mm. just to operation and whether that will keep the door open for Dan. And I think judging by some social media, he might have snuck home to WA in recent days. Yeah, sorry, he was in Perth. Yep. Roof it up to stadium. Uh, you know, was he? Leading up to the Singapore Grand Prix, which is uh, which is in one week's time, and I will be there talking to you. Oh, oh well, you, you, you won't be because this is our last one for the year. Oh, that unfortunately, that, that's it. We're, we're we're done. That's we got, we got the ass. <laughs> Xavier Ellis has pulled the rein and said no, no more. So, uh, well, Rusty. Fighting. Rusty, it's, it, it's been you a delight. Us, having... You can get us on one of your four podcasts <laughs> if you want, yeah. Rusty. <laughs> Available anytime. Mate, it's been a pleasure having you all year. Thanks very much for all your updates uh, to do with motorsport in 2022, and hopefully we'll do it again next year. On your pods. Thank you very much to you, your families, and especially to your listeners. Have a, have a safe holiday season. All the very best for Christmas. Oh, that's, why we, Russ, uh, that's why we love you, Rusty. We echo those thoughts back to you. So thanks, mate. The checkered flags out for Rusty's Motorsport Update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix Brakes, put your foot down with confidence. Uh, folks, brilliant year, well done. Do you think they'll have uh, us back next year? Well, what are you doing, Britt? I heard that you might be knocking on the door at um, yeah, a few <laughs> other places. No, no. I'm not doing yeah. any such thing. Okay, okay, just making sure. Uh, Mick, uh, what are you doing in the nah, off-season? I'll be back. Um, I've got a week off now. going to go to the Gold Coast and sun myself. Yeah. Oh. And then I'll be back uh, recruiting, planning for next year's Dead Set Legends um, pretty early. Yeah, nice. Brittany Taylor, what do you got planned over the next few months? Well, this is where it really heats up for me during the racing time. So I'll be over in Melbourne for the Melbourne Cup Carnival. So really looking forward to being there for that after not being able to get there last year because of the uh, border restrictions. So no, and you do a wonderful job, Britt. And so we'll that Eddie, Eddie for us. Yeah, Eddie everywhere. He'll be are you nervous? Are you, were you nervous working with Eddie? No. What's okay. there to be nervous about? Good luck, mate. Don't fall off your horse when the, in the Melbourne Cup interview because that might go global. It, would, would we kind of be, che- be cheering for that? Oh, giggle, oh, giggle me laugh. If I fall off that little paint pony, there's something seriously wrong and I don't deserve to have the job because it's the quietest thing in the world. Oh, geez, it'd be a good giggle, yeah. though. So, Britt, maybe just do it for a bit of a laugh yeah. for the boys. Just topple off. Yeah, do, do you know yeah. how hard it is to fall the off? fake slip. Thanks. On purpose? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 got you going. I've seen the video of Campbell Brown. It's not that hard to pull off. <laughs> that was by accident. That was very funny. Get more good podcasts on the Listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Let their family look after yours.